Hey, it's NPR's Book of the Day. I'm Andrew Limbong. Before we get to the meat of the show, I want to give a shout out to you, our listeners, who keep us going every day. You know, real talk, since the pandemic, reading has become a real important part of my daily routine. And getting the chance to do this podcast and bring you new books, interesting authors, and interviews about books I never would have given a second glance has been an absolute joy. And it's only possible because of listeners like you who contribute to the show, which helps keep books and reading alive. If you want to join, please make a donation. You can head to donate.npr.org books. The Book of the Day podcast is a team effort. Me, Isabella, Megan, and the rest of the crew, and you. It's the end of the year, you know, the giving season, and your donation this season really means a lot to us. And it helps us get the word out about these books to listeners who aren't in a place to donate. So if you can, know it goes a long, long way. Again, the link is at donate.npr.org books. Really, truly, thank you. Okay, on to today's show. Vice President Mike Pence has been hitting the media circuit hard promoting his new book, So Help Me God. NPR's Steve Inskeep talked to him about a whole host of things. His opinions on President Trump, what his thoughts are on January 6th, and his own political ambitions. You can find that part of the interview on NPR.org. But what we wanted to showcase for you is a different part of their conversation, one that's more focused on what his book is mostly about, his faith, and how it shapes his opinion on discrimination. We met at the Indiana State Capitol, where Pence once served as governor. He grew up in the small city of Columbus, Indiana, and his book, So Help Me God, describes his youth. He was overweight and unhappy about it, he writes. A kid out of place, but also eager to rise. That kid will always be in me. And he's one of the reasons I have a fundamental distrust of my own ambition. He lost the weight and won speech competition sponsored by the Optimist Club. He also says he grew full of himself and struggled to reconcile his ambition with his evangelical faith. He ran for Congress, lost, and later publicly recanted negative campaigns. In 2016, he agreed to serve as Donald Trump's running mate and vouched for him to other evangelicals. Donald Trump is a good man, and he will... In our talk this week, he no longer called Trump a good man, but says he is still praying for him. Much of Pence's memoir dwells on the way that his faith shaped his conservative politics and view of the world. One of the most interesting chapters in this book is called Blessed. (laughs) You laugh, but it's an interesting interesting chapter. Um, Do you like the title? (laughs) It's a fascinating title. And it begins with a quote, a biblical quote about persecution. (laughs) And in the course of the chapter, which is about your faith and people's responses to your faith, you say you've been mocked, that you were the focus of a mania about your faith, that you faced hostility and intolerance, and that Christians generally were insulted and demeaned, and also that your faith had been misunderstood. (laughs) What is it that people misunderstood? Well... Let me say, Steve, I've never heard any of that from you, but when my wife was attacked for teaching at a Christian school, when one media outlet after another uh, ridiculed our Christian faith from time to time, I was always struck by that because, you know, as I traveled around America, the words I most often heard were people would reach out across a rope line or stop me on a street corner and say, I'm praying for you. I mean, this, this is a nation of faith different faiths. The American people cherish faith in, in the overwhelming majority, and yet it, it, it seemed to be uh, a subject of uh, a fascination by some in the liberal media. 
But I, it was always a blessing to me because the, the the net effect of it was, as I would learn traveling around the country, I, I, I was always reminded that some of the criticism from those on the left about my deeply held religious beliefs would invariably remind people that I, who shared those values and those beliefs, that we shared something in common. When you said you were misunderstood in the chapter, I believe you were talking about people in the LGBTQ community. Is there something on issues having to do with uh, sexual orientation and gender that people misunderstand about you? Well, I write an entire chapter uh, in the book about our experience here in Indiana with the passage of the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. You know, I believe President John F. Kennedy said, to lead is to be misunderstood. In 2015, the Supreme Court affirmed a right to same-sex marriage. Pence was then governor of Indiana and signed what was seen as a response. The state religious freedom law said no person or church or company should have to bear a, quote, substantial burden on their religious beliefs. Critics asserted that that allowed discrimination for religious reasons, though Pence tried to defend the law on ABC. Yes or no, should it be legal to discriminate against gays and lesbians? George, you're, you're following the mantra of the last week online, and you're trying to make this issue about something else. What I am for is protecting, with the highest standards in our courts, the religious liberty of Hoosiers. Facing overwhelming public pressure, the governor signed follow-up bills that assured protection. I don't support discrimination against gays or lesbians or anyone else. Pence still insists the original law did not discriminate. He adds that in recent years, the Supreme Court has supported religious concerns like the ones he raised. A Colorado baker, for example, who famously declined to make a cake for a gay wedding, won his case. And that was even before the Trump administration added three justices to the court. I will tell you, I've been encouraged that the Supreme Court has been striking a balance on the issues of religious liberty and individual rights but if there's anything people don't understand well about the Pences is to know Karen and Mike Pence, to know our family, we love everybody. Um, my faith tells me to love your neighbor as yourself, and that's something we aspire to do every day, whether we agree with every view or every value of the people that we meet. One thing that occurred to me as I read that chapter is that some of the words you use to describe the way you've been treated I feel that I've heard from people who identify as lesbian or gay or trans, mm. that they faced mm. hostility or a mania, that they've been mocked, that they faced intolerance, that they were insulted, mm. they were demeaned. You probably followed the news of the nightclub shooting in Colorado mm. just in the last few days. Heartbreaking. Um, what would you say to reassure your fellow citizens who feel that way? Well, I, I do believe that it's, it, it adheres to the American character to show tolerance. It's just who we are. For many Bible-believing Christians, we perceive what I call the um, intolerance of tolerance, that in the name of tolerance, people are intolerant uh, Toward of people like you, traditional you views. And I, I, don't, I don't argue for a moment that people on the other end of that debate have felt the same way. It's why one of the reasons is that I think we need to get to a place where we recognize again what, what really the First Amendment is all about. And that is it's, it's the right to live, to work, to worship according to the dictates of your conscience and to respect one another. How do you grade your party, particularly this year, on that issue of tolerance? I'm thinking of the governor of Utah, a Republican, 
who vetoed a bill having to do with trans sports and was overridden. And as part of that, issued a message in which he said, I want to show compassion for people, even if I don't agree with them. And also, it seemed to me, he was saying, I don't understand why this is even important. Why are we legislating on something that involves so few people? The suggestion being that a small number of people were being demonized. How would you grade your party on that? I think, I think, our, I think our party has made it clear that the doors of the Republican Party are wide open. I mean, I remember being at the Republican National Convention when the president acknowledged the support of the LGBT community, and there was rousing applause at that Cleveland convention. Steve, you remember. You were there. You know, The administration reversed uh, trans issues in the military, for example, programs that were attempting to encourage tolerance there. Well, I, and, and, and I uh, respect and support that decision. I just think we, we always need to put military readiness and the mission of our military first. The Trump administration prevented trans people from openly serving, arguing their presence would interfere with military readiness, though the Pentagon found their service consistent with that. The Biden administration now allows them to serve. Former Vice President Mike Pence is considering his future. His memoir, So Help Me God, is seen as a possible preliminary to a presidential run. 